So over this week and next week, we're going to be talking about doubt and faith. Now we're going to start with doubt because we want to end with faith. We don't want to end with doubt. That wouldn't be good for anybody. But we live in this time between when Jesus came and Jesus is going to come again. And we live in this relationship with Jesus between his coming and his coming again. And our relationship ebbs and flows. So we're going to talk about that, how it ebbs and flows from doubt to faith to doubt to faith. So as we talk about doubt today, we turn to this little letter, uh, Jude, near the end of the Bible. But you, dear friends, by building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit... Keep yourselves in God's love as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. Be merciful to those who doubt. Save others by snatching them from the fire. To others, show mercy mixed with fear hating even the clothing stained by corrupted flesh. Doubt. In our life today and in our culture today, we tend to think of doubt as like this intellectual exercise. Sometimes we think doubt is like that we, we're not sure of all the tenets of Christianity or whether we believe in the immaculate birth or whether we believe in the resurrection, whether we believe in all these things. And, and somehow we feel if we can check them all off, then, then we don't doubt. We believe faith is believing just in our mind certain aspects of the faith. But as you delve through the biblical narrative of doubt and faith, it is so much, so much more, so much deeper, and so much more related to the living of our life than just some kind of intellectual exercise. Doubt. I was overwhelmed with doubt few weeks ago because we bought a used motorhome. Now that may, what's that have to do with the Bible, Pastor Allen? But we bought this used motorhome and to afford it, we had to buy it as is. Now I'm a mechanical person and I'm always thinking about, you know, what, uh, what is working, listening to sounds, what, what could go wrong, right? Anybody else one of those people like, what could go wrong? Do you know how many things there are in an RV that can go wrong? There's a lot. And I didn't know this RV, so I doubted absolutely everything in it. I was overwhelmed with doubt. So the first thing I did was get the oil changed and then look at the air filter. The air filter was absolutely black all the way around, and one half of it was, was a nest of some kind of animal. Oh my goodness, if that's what the air filter looks like, what does everything else look like? The transmission fluid was black sludge that then had to go through a dialysis process to get cleaned out. Well, if that's what that looks like, what does everything else look like? I doubted everything, and it overwhelmed my, my thinking, everything I was doing, and literally, I was making missteps 
in trying to uh, get this uh, motorhome ready to go out because of my doubt. I went to light the stove. The stove doesn't work. Of course it doesn't work. Uh, it's never going to work. No, the propane was turned off. The refrigerator, it's been running for eight hours. It's not cold. It's not going to work. It's never going to work. It's broken. I'm going to have to replace all of that. Doubt is this, this powerful thing that can, that can overwhelm us. Because I didn't know this RV. I didn't trust this motorhome. I felt like I had made a mistake. I had made a gigantic financial mistake in buying this used motorhome. And not only did I doubt that these things would work, I doubted that I could fix it and make it work. The churl wanted so much to go camping and that I, I would let her down. That's, that's what doubt is. It is not some intellectual exercise. It is an emotional, full being overwhelming of our senses, of our psyche, of our whole being. And it can suck us down. Which brings us to the toilet. The toilet kept filling all night long. So when the dog got up at 5.30 in the morning, the first night of camping, the toilet had filled all the way up. Don't worry, it was clear water, just clear water. But it had filled all the way up and leaked all the way down to the front of the motorhome. Doubt can be like that. It can keep dripping and running and filling us up to the brim. And it can overflow in our life and, and wreck everything around us. So now I have a new RV toilet in my living room that I'm going to have to install in the motorhome. This is what it does to you. Doubt. Doubt. This letter of Jude calls us to live in this time between when Jesus came and when he comes again, to live in our relationship with Jesus. Dear friends, by building yourselves up in your most holy faith and by praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourself in God's love as you wait for the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. That's where we live Keep yourselves in God's love as you await the mercy that will bring you to eternal life. And be merciful to the doubters. Be merciful to the doubters. Show mercy to the doubters. And if we have to show mercy to the doubters, then we have to show mercy to ourselves when we doubt when we are overwhelmed. And when I think about this, this RV experience, I didn't trust the RV. That's where it really started. Because I didn't know. I didn't know the RV. But then I doubted myself and my abilities. 
And I know that plumbing, plumbing is my kryptonite. And RV plumbing is even worse. And I have a history, you see. When our girls were little, we bought a, a, an old trailer, a pull behind for $1,000 because we lived downtown Johnston. We had no backyard, so we wanted to put a, a camper somewhere so our girls could have a swing set and a sandbox and all those things that, that Cheryl and I, I had growing up. And we bought this, this trailer, and I asked the guy, does everything work? And he said, well, they all say, it did the last time I used it, which was probably sometime in the 1950s. I don't know. Nothing worked in it. And I spent a whole day when our girls were, were babies and toddlers working on the plumbing. Then I got to, you know, hooking it up and turning on the water. And Carly was about this high and Maggie was just in a, in a, in a babe in arms. And, and I turned on the water and Maggie, Carly walked around and said, Daddy, it's leaking over here. And she walked around the other side. Hey, Daddy, it's leaking over here, too. And I'm like, ready to kill somebody, mostly myself. And then she walked around to the other corner. It's leaking over here, too, Daddy. I'm like, do you have to say it just like that? It leaked out of every corner. So not only did I doubt in this moment, but I had a history. And sometimes that's where we love, live too, that we have doubted before or something in our life hasn't worked out the way we thought it would work out and we know that's going to happen again, that we have this fear that, that begins to, to well up inside of us and then we begin to doubt everything but literally, when we, when we doubt everything, we, we're almost paralyzed. We can't do anything. That there is no trust. Imagine not being able to trust the people you work with. Imagine not being able to, to trust your family or, or trust your friends. Imagine not being able to trust your spouse. You can't live like that. It's impossible. Imagine not being able to trust God. That's where doubt leaves us, fills us up and dribbles across the floor of our life. But I think to myself, this doubt mostly is doubting myself more than it's doubting God. That that's where doubt and its insidious nature creeps in, that we doubt ourselves. How could God love me? Oh, if God really knew me, he, he couldn't love me. How could, how could I be worthy? I'm worthless. How could I be worthy of a God who created everything to love me. How could I ever, ever measure up? I don't, I don't know the Bible. I, I do and say all the wrong things. I, I wake up in the morning trying to be the best Christian and go to bed doing everything wrong. We doubt ourselves. You see, this is a relationship between us and God. 
And when we doubt ourselves, we put a block between God and us. That God's love stands ready to pour into our life. But we, we throw up our doubt. I'm not, I'm not lovable. I'm not worthy. I'll never measure up. I can't do it. And God's love is blocked and thwarted and stopped at the door to our life. But next week, we're going to start right there. That doubting ourself is the seed to faith. Doubting ourselves, doubting that we can do it, is the key that unlocks God's love. Let us pray. Almighty God, let us be merciful to the doubters, which means let us show mercy to ourselves when we doubt. Keep us in your love, O God, as we await your mercy that will bring us into eternal life. Snatch us up, O God, even in our doubt, and bring us into faith. Amen.